1: Yo yo when i spit bars in a i to go
3: hard last and, and- hello and welcome to a delayed but another episode of touchline fracker i'm joined this week by the best uh of of nigeria
2: go around introduce you guys uh i'll start with you Coops. how goes it yeah i'm all good man all good can't complain you know when your team has a resounding victory on the weekend uh didn't get any blood of my enemies this weekend for some reason very, yeah, very
3: weekend, clean but. very clean cut weekend isn't it normally there's always sat to just even if my team don't win i got something. i'm leaving with satin in it yeah exactly but but we 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 got the six nil so so i'm very happy right now yeah lovely stuff we'll get into that tobes how goes it
0: yeah i'm i'm also good myself similar to, to dan i was hoping for some blood of my enemies action but i even got it thrown back in my face with the Nigeria result, which I'm sure we'll speak on uh, sure. <laughs> during this pod. And then on the point you made around like tuning into other people's pain, apparently, last this recent weekend gone was the first time since I think August 2022 that where all, all the, the big 16 won. Really? weekend. Wow! Yeah, yeah. It's, always, it's always
3: somebody embarrasses yeah. themselves every single weekend. So yeah. was, yeah. I know at that four thirty special on Sunday, you lot were were hoping to end your weekend right. And yeah. there's no there's no worse feeling than tuning into an ox whole game, expecting them to not take the three points, and then they leave with it at the end. Horrible! Mm.
0: You've wasted That's your whole last you, last wasted last your last whole. I was at the Chelsea game yesterday. The Chelsea game made me sick because yeah. I was like, "I've watched this thinking Palace are going to yeah. get a draw here, and then yeah." Bang. yeah.
2: Love. Even that happened even, three
0: times this weekend.
2: Three yeah, times. even Spurs, like, right? It's, yeah, United, Spurs. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to leave with something, man. I was yeah. going to leave with something. <laughs> I left with nine, man. But but
0: you dickheads! F- <laughs> oh, you. know So I much, mean. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, and also joined by a, a man who I can only describe as East London's answer to Rick James. Touchline
1: James, appearing. You're James. such a disgrace. <laughs> I knew you were <laughs> going to try something. I was waiting for you were going to try. Listen, you, listen.
2: Listen, okay, so the audience here, yeah, the audience, yeah. I've <laughs> come home from work.
1: I've come home from work, yeah, and all I've done is unbutton two buttons, and these are going on like I'm flipping Kanye West's and Barone in 24. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
3: try to downplay it, right? Cool. So we're obviously all at home, you know, working from home, twenty twenty four, all that good stuff. Me, Tom's in a hoodie, Coop's in some sort of bathrobe contraption. So imagine this who pops up on the chat: silk purple shirt. It's not yes.
1: silk. <laughs> it's not pink. It's pink. It's, pink. <laughs> it's pink. No. He's He's seven. It's seven. <laughs> He's seven. He's seven. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> two buttons down and he's got his pan on so the breeze is kind of blowing on his top so just... oh my
1: god oh my god oh my god so coog's gonna come on <laughs> Who's going to come on dressed like bananas in pyjamas, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and Tobes fresh off a move, yeah? Robbing a truck of protein soup. And it's me, <laughs> what I'm talking about. <laughs> <All> right, <cool. laughs> Don't kill me, please. <laughs>
2: Oh my days, man. Before <laughs> <laughs> we start, I
3: see the usual I plug the socials. If you're listening to this podcast, though delayed, delay. Share that retweet quote tweet if you enjoy it. Follow on the Twitter, touchline fracker. We got the best of muga here in this. View, TLF underscore mugger. Got the best of touchy gunas, Dan Coons, and we got the best of the new Spurs order, NSO in Tobes. Um Busy weekend, so let's let's get right into it. I'm going to work my way backwards from the latest game of the weekend and we'll work our way all the way back to the earliest game of the weekend. Disu, Manchester United, 4.30. You know how it goes, all eyes on me, special on a Sunday. Away to Unite Emrays. still going to call them high-flying Aston Villa side. How were you feeling
1: going into the game? Um, I was very, very confident that we'll get packed in. Like, I was looking forward to it, um, do you know what I'm saying? Acer although they've dropped a couple games recently at home, but they've got a very good home record. Um, and even the way they play, although they, they can give us a chance with um, balls over the top because they've got quite a high line, players like Bailey and Watkins, I believe, can cause our defender's trouble, especially with the absence of Martinez. And then in the midfield area, I feel like they've got a distinct advantage with Kamara, I think he got injured, um, McGinn and Douglas Louise, who are like, much more physical, much more technical than our midfielders I would say, even with the addition of Casemiro back into the team of of Mano. So I thought that we were going to get punched up and all eyes on me. special. Unfortunately for me, um, not only did we win, but it was McTominay that got the winning goal. And I was, I think that's the saddest I've been in quite a a long time. Because I'm just like, we cannot escape mediocrity. right? Every time this happens, we just get further away of escaping mediocrity. And Mm -hmm. it was just depressing. Like that was the most depressing thing that happened that day. That was more depressing than watching Nigeria lose for me, yeah. knowing yeah, well, that I'm not going to be free from the cycle of mediocrity. Do you get? It. Do you think so, though? Yeah. Do
3: you think that he can really um, fool them boys over at Enios? Really? Like you can't paper you can't paper over the cracks of consistently poor, consistently poor performances. And we talk about process all the time, don't we? If these mm. are the performances you're serving up. Zero goal difference, mind you, 24 games into the season. How do you see the season actually ending up? I don't think you'll be able to hide, man.
1: Yeah, so my thing with, with Enos is that they're new, innit? They're coming in. They're going to officially take over, I believe, um, the start of next season. And I don't know much about uh, Enos and their philosophy. And really and truly, there's only like one club that I've seen that's ever moved with the level of ruthlessness that is desired at the right time, and that's Chelsea on the Abramovich. Like this guy has been failing and every single month we have him in charge. Every single window is opportunity for there to be further distance put in place. Like look at Arsenal. They're excellent. Liverpool, hopefully they'll be mother of club. We'll, we'll see City their City. Spurs have got and they're looking good. You know what I'm saying? So like I can't and, and with sports, yeah, and this is from my experience following um, basketball as well as American football and football, it's not just strictly doing what's in the best interest of winning. There is also the PR element of things and trying to do things in a particular way. Where can I really see Enos coming in and get rid of Ten Hog? I don't see that. I, I I just don't, even though I think it's the right thing to do. And especially if Ten Hog has like a messy just missed off top four, they can say wow. ownership, ownership takeover, looming over the club. Maybe if he gets wow. some money, da, 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 he had interest you could see how they could talk themselves into it. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, if you ask me, do I see Ten Hag starting as manager of Manchester United next year? Yes, I do. And that, to me, is absolutely demoralising.
3: Understood. Let me open this up to the rest of the panel. Tobes, you seem to be beaming. I haven't seen a smile that big from you in weeks. Um, did you catch the game, Tobes?
0: Yes, I did. I did I did catch the game. Yeah. Um, another Man United special by the looks of things. Um I actually felt differently to Dissu in the lead up to the game because I thought I thought just because of the way Aston Villa play um and the recent form they've been in, I felt that United were going to get something from this game. I, I went for a <clears throat> for a two-two draw. Annoyingly Aston Villa didn't put away enough of their chances and Man United get the usual sucker punch to to get them the all too deserving, the all too undeserving free points that we've seen them grow accustomed to in the Premier League. But yeah, man, I, I watched the game. I felt that the first half was end to end. To be honest, I felt um, Aston Villa were throwing punches, but I felt United were throwing punches back. And I felt United actually looked dangerous um, on the counter attack. Marcus Rashford was making making stuff happen. Um, yeah, and it looked it looked like it was just a open game, but maybe I must have missed things, but the second half felt like it was literally like one way traffic. And to be honest, it felt like that towards the end of the first half, they were building up ahead of steam and Man United just didn't really offer anything in the second half, in my opinion, not enough to justify them leaving that that ground with three points. I think Aston Villa had most of the ball. Aston Villa had most of the attacking threat. And I think United were on the back foot for, for pretty much most of the second half. Um, and that McTominay goal legit just came out of nowhere. Like all of a sudden I look I look away and it's 2-1 man United. And I was just thinking, typical. Um, so I was disappointed in Aston Villa, to be honest, to, to not convert their dominance into goals. And Ollie Watkins, like I, I know we we discuss, we discuss about Oli Watkins a lot. I do right. think he is a good striker now. It's taken me a long time to admit that because I didn't really like his game before, but I think after the The 2023 he's had, um, and summer 2024, I feel like it's fair to say that he is a good striker now. But when he is nasty, he's really, really nasty. What
3: what, what, what was particularly nasty for you against Manchester United?
0: I just felt like he didn't really offer man. He didn't really offer Aston Villa enough against Man United's defense. I mean, you're up against Maguire and and Varane. Like, I get it. Like, um, they're not. Varane is still a good defender. In my opinion, but you can get at Varane, and you can definitely get at um, at Maguire. And I don't, I feel like he didn't really cause Man United enough problems. Like someone mm-hmm. of his physicality, someone with his ability to try and like like hurt teams through the channels, maybe try and pull some defenders into positions that they don't want to be in. I feel like that's his mo, and he didn't do that enough for me in the in the game. And then right. in the box, his finishing two. Opportunities where he really should be bagging. The first one, fantastic play from Aston Villa, like really really good pass from McGinn. And he's got all the time and space in the world to pick his spot. Like he's got big part of the goal to aim at, and he just puts in a very pathetic attempt straight at Onana, man. So yeah, it was and a disappointing game for him. I think he struck it with
3: enough power, but you know, those kind of shots normally the, the, the pace you put on it. The, the keeper, half the time, will like bounce off the keeper and go in. It just so happened where Onana was. It kind of just hit him squarely on the chest, you know. So I think he was un- unlucky in that regard. Um, but you, 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 you're rating him overall, right? He didn't necessarily have the best the best day on Sunday,
0: but you're, at this point, you respect him, Tobes, Yeah. I wouldn't. I respect him. Yeah, I respect what he offers. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I, you know, what it is I respect what he offers, but I just. Don't like, like, not not anyone here, like, because I've mm-hmm. had conversations about Ollie Watkins for like a good 18, 19 months now. And mm-hmm. I don't like people pretending that, like, this guy is like, this is what it looks like. Because it's not mm-hmm. what it looks like. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? He's a good striker, but this is categorically not what it looks like.
3: Fair, yeah? fair, understood. Um, this week, I'll come back to you. Obviously, Hoyland bagged another goal. That's his. Fifth league goal in his last f- uh, five league games. Second youngest player to do that in Premier League history behind a certain Nicola Nelka. You know, you'll be familiar with that name, Dan Cougs. Um, What are you seeing, if anything, for Manchester United in the in the last few games? Scoring more goals, for sure. Um, you had Casemiro return. He had a sprinting of Lissandro, then he obviously got injured. Hoyland scoring. Garnacho's on the right. Um, Dalo looks to be pretty steady these days. But are there any kind of silver linings in the, in this current run for you? maybe individuals-wise?
1: Not really. We still suck severely. Um, I think the bar's low. One thing is that the front line is functioning a lot better with Garnaccio right, Rashford left and Hoyland through the middle. Obviously, all three players are very fast, so that works in transition. And Garnacho is much better on the right because he doesn't have to cut back onto his left and he's not skillful enough to cut back onto his left um and generate his own shot and generate good passes or crosses whereas on the right he could kind of take things in stride use his speed and get off a good shot or a good cut back or pass um and Rashford's been performing better than he was before but not quite to the level that we'd like to see Hoyland I think things are just kind of falling for him now If that makes sense so with Hoyland he was always in and around the action it just wasn't just getting there but now like it's just kind of started to click um uh, nothing much to report from his performance. I thought he was all right. I thought the team looked very dangerous in the early, in the early, in the early um, fifty minutes of the game. And I think this attack could look even better if they just had competent midfield play. Um, Casemiro, one pass is amazing through the lines. Another, another pass. Um, Counter attack, long pass, brilliant. Then the next five are just shocking. Bruno Fernandes. What more can I say on bro? You get what I'm saying. And obviously Mano's class, but Mano's. Hasn't reached a. Reach of, I'm not sure if he's that that type of player, or he's got it yet in terms of consistently finding incisive passes and stuff. But he's class. So um, yeah, in terms of the midfield composition, is definitely much better than it was before. Uh, we saw what having competency in Casemiro does in terms of positionally knowing where to be, and some of his passing compared to having um, McTominay there, who didn't know what he was doing, Amrabat, who was just out here just uh, I don't know what bro was doing. Um, but even then, you see the issues of Casemiro where. There was one counter attack. He just came through like a wrecking ball, just slid and got nowhere near the player. And then, <laughs> oh, mate, scary. But um, in terms of the all round team performance, it's just not good. We're just not a good team. And we just keep, I don't know how we keep stealing points, but we're just not a good team. I think dallo has been playing really good. And that mm. was a fantastic cross for the winner. Brilliant cross. I think, like, it was, it felt so weird to see that cross because nobody in that can cross. Shaw right. can't cross. Allo can't cross. Rashford doesn't cross anymore. He ain't crossed since that right. like, Jose Mourinho days. Garnacho yeah. can't cross. Anthony can't cross. Bruno can't cross. Nobody can mm. cross. Literally mm. nobody. So seeing that type of whip cross, it's like wow, like, wow. I've i never seen that before. So yeah, that that was a brilliant cross, uh, good goal. But yeah, man, this and especially because it was the 4:30 kickoff. After mm. just watching Arsenal, my <laughs> goodness.
3: Supposed, yeah, that must be not. Yeah, was that like, was. Not-
1: it was like yeah. it's like you just left Bora Bora, yeah, five star treat. Flew in private and you've left yeah. at Luton Airport and it's right. raining.
3: That's yeah. what
1: it felt like. That's a, really good it. Ana- that's a really that good analogy. I-
3: that's really that's really create the picture for me. Arsenal, myself. I'm seeing yeah,
1: yeah. they're big, they're strong, they're physical, they're fast, they move the ball quick, they are technical. technical you are yeah. seeing. I- I'm seeing. Several moments of technical quality from Odegaard, several moments of technical quality from even Declan Rice, several technical like Saliba Gabriel, just technical quality everywhere. Go to right. Man United, bruh, I'm just disgusted, fam. Just, just, just generally disgusted. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And we, Loki, yeah. got punched up in the second half by Villa. Love it, Loki. They're punching us up. So, yeah, um, was, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, there's, there's no I see when United fans celebrate these victories. I look at you lot, I'm like. You don't see the bigger picture, yeah? This mm. is not good for. It's not good for business. It's, it's not, not good, good for, for business. business. I, I just it's see. I, I, I see it
3: more so as if if the process is that's an average Manchester United performance, there will be more bad results, and I think there will mm. be enough bad results. Yeah, that... hence, he, hence got... why we are where we
1: are. Do you get what mm. I'm saying? Like, and I think the best proof to this pudding is the team we played, even though we beat them home and away, but where they are in the league, their goal difference, right? They haven't spent yeah. the same amount of money as us, and
0: right. then you also
1: look at Spurs. Mm. Postman, Postman, who did you Came through. A couple of sign-ins, They're ahead of us. They play mm. significantly better football than us. Right. They even look a better team than than us when they lost like five of their players compared to when we lost five of our players. Right. Right. And this is a team in the first first year of their rebuild. So mm. what's going to happen next this summer when Ange can get a few more pieces through the door? if they're good yeah. signings, that is, dependent, yeah. And the team getting more used to his philosophy. What's going to happen? Arsenal, yeah. like, now I feel like Arsenal have arrived. Like, I feel like they've got manager that can at least compete. And if Pep is slacking, there's somebody there to potentially let's, win that title. Yeah. Do we think we have the manager that can go machine from... Like, I've seen Arteta develop and change tactics, like, three times this season alone. Mm-hmm. is just... Boy, anyway... I, it, I don't even talk about this. I'm just getting, I'm just getting angry and angry. I was, I'm thinking about it. The what it is, is the fact that there's nothing I can do about it. That's what, that's what's jarring. Usually, when shit's gone wrong in my life, I'm thinking, okay, cool, I need to, I need to pattern this. I got pattern this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> get some stuff moving, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All could, and the thing is, even, even slandering players like Bruno don't even move to needle because I've already won, I've already won Well so I don't yeah, if get I don't the get the, I don't get the uh, endorphins from being right.
3: Like yeah, yeah. Get, most you know, like, it's, not, it's not so much of an unpopular opinion anymore. Most people just be like, whatever, man. And when you've only been blowing that same trumpet for four or five years. It's kind of like, what? yeah, I, I, I'm what, um, yeah, the like you talk about that like, stats, they more possession, double the shots on target. They had more shots on us, more touches, more passes, obviously tackles and clearances, more court. Like they were just yeah, they 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 did their thing, man. So um, before we go on to talk about Arsenal. Uh, if you're a Villa fan, Coogs, how worried are you? Because you look at their last few games, they obviously lost to us, they beat Sheffield United, lost at home to Newcastle, drew with Everton, uh, they beat Burnley and then the game before that was again losing losing to us and then drawing with Sheffield United. So their form is not not the best at the minute. Do you think they can kind of maintain the level and finish off top five or would you be saying this is a Una Emre that you
2: probably knew a bit more when you were at Arsenal? It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult one because I think over his career, Emery hasn't, as far as I'm aware, I don't think he's qualified for the Champions League through league position ever, right? So it's always been, you know, cup wins, um, winning Europa four times. I think that's how he's got his teams into um, European competition. PSG? Yeah. But outside of PSG, I would say when he was in Spain, when he's in England, right? So like where you know you're not you're not necessarily the best team in the land. Um okay. He's he's so he's basically he's not finished in a Champions League spot in the league um, outside of PSG, right? And so you know I look at that and I'll say you know Aston Villa, are you even expecting to be in a Champions League spot come the end into the season? Probably not. So even if because I think the gap is quite big between fifth. Um, and so I think United close it now to five points. But then the team after that, I think it's something like, you know, nine, eight, nine points, you know, till seven. So I would expect Villa to be finishing in the Europa spot at the bare minimum. And I think that's a great season for them. So um I, I wouldn't be worried if I'm a Villa fan just because of expectations aren't necessarily there. I think if they had won against United, then it would be like, yeah, they're in a firm driving seat for... Um, Champions League qualification, whether that's fourth competing with Spurs for that fourth spot, or, or whether that's fifth, you know, right. and I think it's still quite likely that fifth place gets you a Champions League spot this season. But, you know they, they would be buzzing for that, but I think you know eleven points versus five points. The thing is, talking about what this said, I think United, that game was like typical United for me as a as a hate watcher from for the yeah. last like three three four seasons where. It's like you watch them, you watch them getting battered, you watch them getting battered. But I think with United, they have players who, over the course of the season, you might not necessarily be able to reach your lofty goals, but they can always win you an individual match, right? Mm. So like Bruno Fernandes can, you know, just come out with something, you know, once in a while, great pass, a great final third action, a great shot. Marcus Rashford, his ball striking is, you know, top, top, and he can really finish. Um, you know, you've had Anthony Martial and he's been fit. He's a really good finisher. Um Garnacho is showing that he can he can have a little bit of output. You've had Pogba previously, you've had Zlatan previously, you know, and even under Ole, where it's like, oh, you're getting pammed but on the counter, you had all that pace to, to to go up the other end. And I think even someone like Ericsson can deliver a final ball or arrive in the box and that kind of thing. So those kind of moments aren't that rare, but when your team isn't actually set up to, you know, dominate and produce, it means that, you know, those bad results are always around the corner as well. Right, but right. so I think if I'm Aston Villa, I'll, I'll still be quite confident of finishing above United because I just think they're a better coach side. Um, and I think the Villa versus United thing, it's almost like a Styles make fight, makes fights type matchup where they've they've got their high line, you know, and if you can get in behind Aston Villa, you're going to mm-hmm. get chances to score and when, you know, like I said, you have got them players that United have at the top end, they're always still gonna be in the game unless you're putting them to bed. And so, you know, right. I think on 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 obviously you've done a double over Villa. I don't think that's that surprising given how both teams set up. But yeah, over the course of the season and for the rest of the season, you know, Mariah, we spoke, you know, like September we talk about oh, you lost half your games. And we're yeah. like, Oh come December, if you've lost half your games, you should be worried. And in December yeah. you lost half your games, you know what I'm right. saying? So, you know, I think it's it's unfortunate that Martinez injury because I think that would have made you look like, better but right. i think with him it's, now um i think that is a, quite a big miss you know in you know, both defensively and you know what this is talking about technical quality that is yeah. probably the best technician that you have in the team um, right. for build-up and all of this stuff so i think that is a big blow and you know i just think i just back you to lose more games you know than villa from yeah now to the that's, end of the that's
3: basically with like well you're looking it's at a villa really When you're looking at Villa and Spurs, it's like teams will lose. But do you back Manchester United to pick up more points in the remaining games than Villa and Spurs? And you probably wouldn't. So Mm. the gap gap shouldn't really close, should it? I think it probably ends Mm. up the way it is now.
0: What I will say on United, though, is annoyingly... the goals are starting to come back slowly from the guys who should have been scoring at the start of the season. You mm-hmm. look at Marcus Rashford's return in the first half of the season, it was abysmal. You mm-hmm. look at Rasmus Hoyland's return in the first half of the season, it was abysmal. So mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. these guys are threatening to start scoring, um, mm-hmm. not even like a elite rate, but this is like a subpar, just like the bare minimum, the, the, the bare minimum rate that a quality left winger should score and a up and up and coming promising striker should score at a club like Man United, then you would imagine that that should in theory add a couple more points to Man United season. But the reason why I said Spanner in the works for Aston Villa isn't even just because of that, because I think even with that, to Dan's point, I would still back Aston Villa to finish above Man United. But I think where it gets murky is they've lost, they've now lost um, Camera now another ACL. So that's that's a huge blow. He's been one of their best players this season. Yeah. And I think outside of Douglas Louise, he's the only one who plays that that number six role to a to a to a really good standard. And I think they're gonna feel that, especially considering they're still in Europe. Man United don't have any European competitions left. Right. Mm-hmm. So they still got the Thursday, the Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday schedule as well. So especially the squad is gonna be stretched. The squad's gonna be stretched. I can see, I can see, Europa, yeah, I can going see Villa Europe. going going, you
2: know. Deep into Europa,
0: every,
2: every special, and then just just giving up the
3: league. To be fair, so that's a good point. I think fair, fair. That's a decent call out. And I guess the prize, uh, if they can win Europe, Liverpool are in it though. So I question if they can uh, is, is the Champions League. So I guess however you get there, a trophy for Villa would probably be great. We saw what well, the impact it had for for West Ham. So yeah, we'll keep our eyes on that one very closely. Uh, let's go to the early game on the Sunday, like just we mentioned, the absolute blamming from uh, Mikel Arteta's Arsenal 6-0 away to Arteta's former manager former Manchester United manager, David Moyes. Kooks, um, talk us through it, obviously, back end of last year, um, you didn't take the three points when you probably should have on the balance of play, how, how, how good was the performance, how good did it feel um, and how impressed have you been with your team since you've come back from the break?
2: Yeah, to be fair, I think I think we really turned the corner since we've had this like winter break, warm weather training. Um and I think the main difference is 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 probably just finishing. Um so I think the start of the season, you know, people talking about build up, chance creation. I think that was quite valid. Um and then I think Odegaard had uh, a bit of a, a hip injury. They said he missed a couple of games with concussion um and all of this. And then I think the last game that he missed was Newcastle away. We were lost 1 uh, 0. And then I think since then, we've actually turned a big, big corner in terms of all of those sort of start of the season worries that people had with the new makeup in midfield, players, you know, sort of developing um, new relationships, that this, that, and the other. But then I think what sort of transpired in December is that even though we're playing much better, we had um, a, now a new problem where we're not finishing the chances that uh, we were creating. So there was a lot of games where, you know, we were really dominant and even when we did win, you know, we'd miss, you know, four, five, six chances. I can think um, the Brighton game, especially at home, where I was pulling um, my my hair out because we were missing everything under the sun. It was looking like we weren't never going to score. We ended up winning 2-0. Um, but then when we played Villa, when we played West Ham, you um, I think Fulham game was probably a bit different because I think that was actually quite a poor performance. But when we played those two games in particular, we couldn't finish. And, you know, in the Premier League, you, you miss those chances, you get punished. And and West Ham did that. So I think the winter break came at a good time. And I can include the Liverpool FA Cup game as well, where I think the first half, we really, you know, sort of dominated them, created of chances, couldn't score. Um, and then I think this whole narrative start, you see Jamie Carragher doing... Uh, you know, Monday Night Football analysis on our forwards. You see Mike from Copend saying, you know, you lot are like Chelsea um, under Thomas Tuchel. You don't really have the shooters, this and the other. You're not, letting, you're not stepping off of Mike's neck, are you? No, 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 no. If you, see, if, you see my, <laughs> if you see my WhatsApp, he knows why as well. If you see my WhatsApp, he knows why. So he, he's going to have to hold that because he's been dishing it out. So it's, yeah. now yeah, it's my you, turn. You, you give
3: as good as you get.
2: Exactly. Mm. So, so I think um, with that, I think we're, we're now seeing you know, better finishing in front of goal, um, and it's made, basically you know allowing the masses to see that actually we are you know quite a good football team, and we have been for you know um, a little while, um, and now we're getting you know the, the 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 end product to to really show show it. And I think you know a few players like Martin Odegaard in particular. I highlighted him before, but he's really been balling out of control. Um, the past few months um, and people have not been finishing their dinner to get in the numbers so I'm glad that in this game he, he got a chance to shine even though I think Sky Sports gave uh, man in a match to, to Saka as well so yeah no so all, all things considered man I think Arsenal are in a good place um, going forward so hopefully we can get a few of these injured players back to give us some extra depth for me you know the Champions League starts resuming as well
3: yeah facts so obviously you're right up there with um, City and Liverpool but City, KDB's back, Haaland's back, so BAU, you know exactly what that means. Liverpool, Salah's back, and while he was out, they were able to do what they needed to do, uh, apart from, obviously, you dismantling them quite comfortably. What are your expectations for Arsenal here on out? What, what leaves you feeling good at the end of the season?
2: I think I've mean, winning something will leave me feeling good. Obviously, it's a shame that we're out the FA Cup, out of the League mm. Cup already, because I think, you know, for me personally, I always want to win every competition. Yeah. That we're in, but I think mean, if you want to be realistic, you know Man City are the favourites for every competition that they're in at the moment. You know, um, and I don't think you can look past them. I do think we have enough to finish above Liverpool, um, personally, And then it's a case of you know, can we put a big run together? I think we've won four in a row in the league. I look at our next sort of four or five fixtures. I think those are very winnable as well in the league before the next international break. And I think we play Man City just before that, um, or just after that international break, right? And then, you know, it's a case of putting yourself in the best position to actually win some big silverware. And I think that's both in the league and the Champions League. So if I'm if you're talking about what is going to make me happy at the end, it's winning one of those two trophies, right? But in terms of me being satisfied um, and not necessarily disappointed, it's us taking it to, to the last day, for instance, right? Like, I think the way we capitulated last season um, was pretty bad. I know people talk about, you know, Man City won uh, 14 games in a row, this that, and the other, but ultimately, you know, if we had won the games we were supposed to win in that run-in, you know, Southampton at home, West Ham away, um, Brighton at home, you know, some of these games where you just drop stupid points, you can take it and, you, you, you know... What what happens is you put pressure on a team, they can buckle. I know Man City haven't really buckled, but I think we made it way too easy for them. There was not enough pressure on them to really grind out and get a result. Um they sort of went in, you know, feeling quite, you know, happy about themselves, you know, just like they 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 backed Arsenal to drop points and we did. Um and I think if you really pressurize, really pressurize, you know, um pressure birth pipes sometimes, you know. Um Man City did a treble last season. Do I think that they can go all the way to the end again, you know, with another team pressuring and pressuring and pressuring, pressuring them? That's a yes. question that needs that's they you probably think? can. They probably can, but <laughs> that's a question that needs to be yeah, asked of them, to... right? That's that's a question <laughs> that needs to be asked of them. You know, right. so I don't I don't want to roll over um too easily like we did last year. But you yeah. know, one thing that was said in a Touchigunas chat is um and, and this you alluded to it as well, is that Mikel Arteta, he's it looks like he's putting us in the best position possible to mm. go the full length. Right? right. So you know there's all these conversations about our uh, who Arsenal last season versus this season, who's the better team. Oh, will we be better last year, will be better this year? But it's now you're starting to see, you know, the underlying metrics, you know, calculate a mobile out again, right. underlying metrics. And then now it's feeding into, you know, the the actual stats, you know, we've scored mm-hmm. more goals than um, this stage last season. We've conceded less goals than this stage right. last season. You know, you're mm-hmm. looking at equivalent fixtures. Um, we're, we're now having this opportunity to get more points than we did last season as right. well. And so, and that's with players missing. So, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at um, certain midfielders coming back Thomas Partey, you know, Smith Rowe Fabio Vieira, um, mm. certain forwards coming back that haven't really been at um, full uh, fitness throughout the whole season and Gabriel Jesus you look mm. at um, Urien Timba potentially coming back, Tom Yasu coming back um, who we've, we've not had for large spells, it's like mm. now is the opportunity for us to have the full depth mm. available to us to really yeah. challenge and go deep into this competition so yeah. I'm really hopeful. Let's- Sounds ominous. So, I'm assuming you're you're looking to top the 84 point total
3: of last season, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I think we need to. Disu, I'm going to quote Dr. Leroy here. We are so well coached. And also, we have six world class players. I'm not debating it. Where do you stand on those two statements, Disu? Firstly, how well coached the Arsenal side are, and them having six world class players and he's not debating it with anybody. I whatever. think
1: them being world coach is unquestionable because all you have to do is use your eyes.
2: Hmm.
1: Use your eyes. Look how they play, look how everybody else plays. They like it's unquestionable. They still manage to be expansive, dominate possession, create chances, get a lot of shots off, get players in the box while still being able to be defensively sound. Right? Odegaard has created the most chances in the league. Um I see a couple of tweets from also fans you need to calm down a bit. Like, remember, the real G, The real Gs of the league have been injured, right? So the real Gs of the, KDB had gone back the other day, Madison is 10 games, so let's calm down. Yeah, let's calm down. But just aside, he's been brilliant, right? And it's amazing that like, you can create chances and still have high pass completion and still be... efficient on the ball. Who would have it? Maybe somebody should tell United fans. But the second comment about us have six world-class players, um, from the... Gentlemen specifically, I find that comment rather disgusting and shameful because he spent, I believe, a good <laughs> five years telling me relentlessly that Pobo wasn't world class. Um, and I'm looking at the Arsenal team, and I'm assuming the players he's saying the world class are Gabriel Saliba, mm-hmm. I would assume Partey, mm-hmm. uh Odegaard, right, Saka. Yeah, I wonder who the other one is. Declan Rice. I said Declan Rice. Declan, I said. Declan, hold on. So you said Gabriel... Rice, be... Marte, Odegaard, the two centre-backs from Saka. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry, Declan Rice. Yeah. And if that's... A, personally, I disagree. I think um, potentially Gabriel and Saliba, world-class, potentially. The rest of them, I would say no. Um, I, I do think um, they had the potential to be world-class, especially Odegaard and, Odegaard and Saka. But if we're going by the analysis of Dr. Leroy, if Pogba world-class, not a single one of those players will ever be world-class in a day of their life. <laughs> <laughs> not a single one of them will ever be world-class in a day of their lives, right? Not a day of their life. So, he needs to stop all that. Yeah, he needs to stop mm-hmm. all that. And also, if there's six world-class players and they're extremely world-coached, I want title and Champions League.
0: But put, how, how, how many you Other, other club how teams.
1: teams. i 60%. No, yeah. no, no. I'm not hearing it. How can 60% yeah, yeah. of your first 11 yeah. world-class? Okay, right. let me say fifty percent because one of them is. We're not talking about that, yeah. yeah. Fifty percent, and I know he thinks highly of Gabriel Martinelli, Gabriel Jesus for whatever fucking reason, Azinchenko. Benny Blanco is really good, and if you're all well, if you're very well coached, I expect you to be deep in the hunt for trophies. But would you say last season? Nothing they more, were, nothing would less. Would you say last season they were deep in the hunt? They are deep in a hunt for one trophy and they had the most embarrassing capitulation in Premier League history. Mm, okay. I think on the, the
2: world class thing, right? I think on the world class thing, we have... No, no, no. The... you tell me, how many world class players do you think you have? Put your name on it. I don't think we have any, to be honest. I, I, that's okay. that's me, yeah. And I think... I think lucky if, comes, if, I'm lucky gonna, if I'm going <laughs> to say... Just... If, if yeah. I'm going to say someone is world class, I'll say Saliba. Um, mm. I'll say Saliba. Um... And and Gabriel is pushing it based on his performances the last two years, right? And I think the main difference is Free for years. me, it's yeah. I think and I think the main difference is for me, we need to just do it on the biggest stage, right? Like for me, these guys have done it against the best teams, right? We've seen them perform against Man City, we've seen them like, yes. perform against Liverpool, this, that, and the other, right? Mm. So that's you know mm-hmm. the 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 level of performance I think is there, Um, and then it's sustaining that and also having the moments as well, right? So, like, you know, when you go deep in a Champions League, this is a big event. You know, this is a high-pressure situation. Can you do it and can you show out there as well? And I think it's being able to do that and and not only show a consistent performance, but also deliver on the big moments. And for whatever reason, well, we know the reason, Arsenal haven't been in those situations enough
0: for us
2: to stamp it. Right, but for me, if we go to a Champions League semi-final, we'll go machine for machine with Madrid, machine for machine with you know Bayern Munich or Man City in a Champions League. Then these guys can't be questioned. But that's the last thing for me on these men. So that's why I'm not stamping it. But of the names that we we've spoken about, yeah, I'll say borderline. yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Every
1: single one of them, you know.
2: Every single one of them. Fair. Would you say, yeah, I, I, party, I
1: do, I do, I do think, um, I, I don't no, think you can say party has a potential world class. is at 35. So no, let's forget, forget, yeah. f- forget party, man. Yeah, that's not for you. That's for Dr. Lee. Right? Mm. That's not for you. That's for yeah. Dr. Lee. Were, yeah, so when you listen oh, to party, this, yeah. cut that shit out, bro. <laughs> <Cut it> out. <laughs> Everybody else, I agree. Saliba, Gabriel, Dexter, Rice, um, Saka, they do have the potential to. To be a world class, especially um, or guard and the center backs, in my opinion, they, uh, they have the high level quality that we tend to associate with world class. Saka mm-hmm. might just might end up being world class on a technicality because yeah. there's not, it, enough, won't be a there's not it won't be a technicality, <laughs> it won't be a technicality. That's my winger. Well, wait, because if you <laughs> go, if we talk about winger. the world class forwards, if we talk about the world class forwards like like that we've seen, yeah. That's mm. that's uh, Messi. That's Neymar. That's Ronaldo. That's Bell. That's Robin. Mm. That's Lewandowski. That's Ribery. That's Hazard. That's Salah. That's Mbappe. That's Haaland. Dem man and Saka's. Bleh, it's not really. it's not really looking good. guys. yeah. The thing, so there's the still, thing, some, the there's thing, still thing, some improvement to be had for Saka to reach. The level. thing. The thing that I'll say about that though is like, is is
2: on this point is that Saka's actually is is super delivering for Arsenal. Like he, he just he, he really is, yeah. So yeah. when it comes like you 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 don't you keep talking about numbers this and the other this, 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 but really good yeah yeah but this says that they're not like elite elite numbers, yeah. But oh. my thing is this, like my thing is this. So Saka at the end of this at the moment, current current point in time, he's got twenty five goals and assists. I think is thirteen goals um 13 stage, assists, yeah. And 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 twelve assists, right? In, in thirteen.
0: Oh, community uh, not counting community
2: shit. Yeah, like, not counting community shit. So I think league in 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 league and Champions League, right? So you know, if we go deeper to that competition, you know, he gets like another three or four Champions League goals. You know, he he gets another you know five five league goals. You're talking, you know, like a like a twenty goal season from a twenty two year old winger with all of these um with 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 all of these assists as well in the bag. Like you're looking at, you know, like a thirty
1: five. Pushing forward. C- 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 can, can, we, can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop with the age thing? Can we stop with the age thing? Because he's been kicking balls since he was 17, 18. Can, can we stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can we stop. But, but, okay, but we Regardless of stop. age, those are good numbers for anyone, right? No no no, huh? no, 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 no. If you're, if you're pointing out twenty and twenty, that's crazy numbers. And Saka generally has a good level of performance. So I, I'm not rubbing out his numbers. When I saw you lot in the group chat hyping, he's got. 50 goals in 200 games. I said you need to cut that out. That's that's not impressive. Just not impressive. It doesn't mean Saka the player's not impressive. I think he's very impressive, and I think he scored a superb goal, sh- show his class. I think if he puts up 20 and 20, that's great numbers. And if he continues to perform well, I'm not. I'm not really a numbers man like that. If you're sick, you're sick, bro. Like right? if Saka continues mm. to be sick, I, I'm not holding the gates him. But in terms of my assessment and ability in, um, and belief of world class, the talent, the performance has to be. The top of the pops, you know what I'm saying? And mm. I think Saka's top, but I don't think, like... In my opinion, when I think about World class players in the Premier League, Trent, like, De Bruyne, Haaland. Like, that, to me, yeah. is
2: was, that level, was, Salah. Yeah, but my, 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 my thing with that as well, right, because I'm not, I'm not even saying it comes down to aesthetics or anything like that, yeah, because I don't think it does. Because I'm thinking, if you look at what Saka's actually doing on a pitch, he's creating... He's scoring he's mm. beating man he's bringing guys into play right so like what beating that. No,
1: yeah yeah, no, yeah. No. but
2: but what my, no, my no, thing no. is right so if you look at if you look at any metric that you want to you know sort of um judge or gauge an attacking wing wide player on saka is at the top of those he's, metrics he's delivering he's yeah? the top yeah yeah for you sure. know so 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 my thing is so when people say, "Oh, he's you know he's going to get on a technicality," I have to push back on that because it's like, what? I mean, you do he actually, people, it's, one, it's one man saying that. Yeah, yeah, but it's I know Disu, I know it's Disu, but it's more than just Disu, though, right? Like,
1: so no, so no, but wait, thing... wait, 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 wait. Why? Why you to like? But you know why I said it's a um, technicality. I'm I... not saying he's not wrong. I'm saying yeah, that... I... Bro, the standard I gave of world class. The is I gave true. you the names of the players. Yeah, and Saka's not that that level. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. It's going to be on a technicality because the standard of attacking players in this generation is not as high. But if we, if we, if he, if we put him into that previous generation, he will not be considered world class on the current sacker right now. So I think he's going to have to even improve, and I think he will because all he's shown us so far is improvement after improvement after improvement. Like he had a really good cross, but now then he got stronger, then he got a bit faster. Then we're seeing, okay, cool, Saka can finish now. Oh, we're seeing right-foot shots roof the net. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing added elements to his game. We saw him play, I believe he played a bit of 10 and a bit of 8 for <laughs> Arsenal earlier on. Now he's looked down the right wing now. So I think he's, and as you said, he's only 22. So I don't think it's inconceivable for Saka to be a guaranteed World class player. But based on what he's done right now, that's not a World class level to me. I still think he's got improvement to do. So I don't think it's like, I'm not rubbing him out. I don't think what I'm saying is unfair if I'm basing it on a standard of like supreme ability performance level numbers like look at the names I mentioned in his position, I mentioned Robin, Ribéry, Mbappé,
2: you know, you know, my thoughts on soccer, it. Like when we when I made the mm. shout uh, our best rapping in the world, all of this is this the it's your... is, it's 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 next season, it needs to be it needs to happen basically. Next season, yeah. it needs to happen. how are you it's feeling been, about man? that? I feel confident, man. My guy, my guy's taking me to the moon. You get me, yeah? that dope coin, you know.
1: Yeah,
3: All is good on the red side of of North London. Let's come. Oh yeah, and, and
1: Cruz. And Cruz, I checked his FB ref. It's proper still. Uh, uh, but apart from progressive carries, he's looking a bit meaty No, not meat, It's good, eighty-three. But in general, like he's FB ref against women's attackers. It's very good.
3: Okay, lovely stuff. Um. Anyway. Before you dropped it with the FB ref uh, lyrics. Uh <laughs> all good on the red red side of London. Got to come across to the white side of London, and there's no better person to do that than Tobes. Uh mm. got one there, Brennan Johnson, your favorite, your favorite guy, pulls out a late, late winner against Brighton. Um Madison's back, Werner, Son's back from the Asia Cup, um Basuma's back, Sars back, Van de Ven's back bands back together um what's what's the vibe what's the vibe at the minute tobes talk to us
0: uh <clears throat> the vibe is that we now need to try and go on a, on a full fully fledged assault for top four and just try and win as many games as possible uh between now and the end of the season um i think spurs i think a fair amount of spurs fans and Non Spurs fans have seen that, I would say, maybe in like the last one and a half to two months. I don't think you've seen the level of performances like, I don't think you've seen the level of performances from Tottenham in the start of the season now. Like, so in the start of the season, we were playing, I would say, like, we were playing a much better game. So still the same style in terms of playing out from the back. Um, pressing high, et cetera, et cetera. But we were were really like putting a a proper chokehold on teams earlier on in the season. Whereas in the last couple of weeks, we've still been the better side for most of these games, um, for the majority of these games, even, to be honest, um, with exception of one or two. And, uh, but we're also, I feel like we're also giving up more chances than... We had done in previous in previous months, which is which is mad <laughs> with players coming back, but we're giving up more chances. And I think um, teams are teams are planning for Tottenham better. Like, and what I mean by that is, you look at the Everton performance, both home and away. They did very well at um, capitalising on our set our defensive set piece uh, defending. Sorry, um, with what they do to Vicario, and and then even playing out from the back as well. I think um, a, a few teams are catching Spurs out playing out from the back in recent weeks. Um, and I'm not saying it didn't happen before, but I feel like we've seen we've seen a, a, a lot more issues in 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 recent weeks, right? But broadly, we're still doing more than the opposition are doing for the most part we're still creating more chances we're still dominating the ball better we're still scoring more goals so um, in most cases we're still picking up the points which is good but the hope is now that when players are back fit players are available for the manager to call off the bench better players are available to start etc 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 we should in theory see an uptick in not just results but performances because i think the results haven't been too bad i think we've what we've won i think like four of our last seven premier league matches uh, we drew to united drew to everton lost to to brighton but um we won the, the the other games outside of that i think it's like five straight home wins now since that nasty sort of like november ish disaster where we lost like five games on the four out of five games on the spin so it's good man it's good it's good, it's got some issues, but it's good. Um, and now we just need to kick on, man. We just need to kick on and um start adding a bit more gloss and um a bit more gloss in the performances, but maintaining a good level throughout the games. Because I think we've seen too many matches now where experienced players like that we have in our team, like not even just experienced, the better players in our team are letting us down. Right. Amen. So I look so, like Kulisevsky, for instance, it's weird. Kulisevsky, yeah. his form, his form since the Nottingham Forest game where he scored, he was our man of the match. His form since then has been diabolical. Like it's not even been a five out of ten or six out of ten. His form has literally been like a two or three out of ten. Like he, right. he it's a, it's a you're playing against us type form, right? Yeah. Um, but we know what Kuleszewski is capable of, and the Brighton game is a perfect example. Of the Brighton game, he was stinky in the first half, missed a big chance. Reluctance to shoot, etc., etc. But in the second half, he's cooking again, he's making shit happen, he's playing key passes, he's taking on opponents, he's driving with the ball, going past players. So we need guys like that to get back to their best selves. We need guys like um Madison fully up to speed because he's just come back from injury, so we need him fully up to speed. But people are seeing flashes of what he's doing now when he's still trying to build his form back up. Benton Cole, obviously, you just came back from a crazy knee injury. He came back putting some really good performances, but his form over the last four or five games is dipped, right? So, these are the type of players where we need something from, right? Do you, um, do you
2: think, do you think, it's like, because obviously, one thing they said about um, after the last season was that, you know, second half of the season, teams will sort of figured that out a little bit, decided they were not going to come and, you know, sort of play playoffs and then they you know sort you sort of saw teams like drop back defend deeper and mm-hmm. um, do you think there's an element of that where it's like you know Andrew's a bit of a surprise factor and now teams yeah. have studied you a bit more they've seen sort of like where some of your weaknesses are and now they're you know sort of trying to exploit those now.
0: Definitely I, I definitely see that 100% like and like I, I just want to caveat that like we've had so much chop and change in the team. So the manager, where he's playing the same style, you're not going to get the same level, right? right. Um, with, with, with most of the teams that he's putting out because I can't remember the last time where we've, we, where we've been able to play like an unchanged team back to back to back. I'm talking three, four games in a spin. It's always been chop and change midfield, chop and change in attack. But there's definitely an element of, put, of truth to the point you made because I'm seeing in recent weeks, teams are pressing Spurs high. Teams are pressing Spurs high in some in some respects, and even if they're not pressing us high, they're setting traps in our in our first phase build up, and we're getting caught out. We got caught out against Everton in the home match. We got caught out a couple of times against Bournemouth in the home match. We got caught out a couple of times against Man City in the FA Cup game. Um, we obviously got caught out a, a couple of times in the Brighton game. So there, 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 there's definitely an element of of teams. Um, planning and preparing for us better than they did um, in the first half. But ultimately, we're still finding ways to, to to win the games of football. Like, even when things aren't going in our favour, we're still finding um, ways to play through teams' press, to create chances and to get off enough, not just chances, but meaningful opportunities at the opposition's goal to win us the games of football. We just need to sort of tidy up in terms of how we take care of the ball from the first phase through to the second phase. Fair, fair, listen, man. Considering
3: where you were in the summer, Harry Kane obviously leaving for Bayern Munich, and not necessarily being, not even not necessarily not being a popular name. Um, how quickly, like just you said, you've been able to make strides has been impressive. Obviously, you're not necessarily going to agree with every signing
0: that a manager makes. Mm-hmm. I want to
3: ask you about a couple of players. Firstly, the new guy, Timo Werner. How's he? How's he settled in so far?
0: He's Werner in it, man. He's just a very, very poor footballer. Like he's, he's so bad. But I will give him some credit for two games I've seen of him this season, where he has been able to sort of like get the ball, drive with it, and make the right inside pass. So he assisted. I think he assisted uh, Benton Cole away at Old Trafford. Assisted twice against. Um, uh, I think it was. Brentford, Yeah, Brentford, really good um, cross from him into Brennan Johnson. And then he assisted, I think he played in the past for Destiny for the equaliser as well. So um, I think within his own limitations, the manager has found some ways to to extract extract some sort of usage out of Werner, right? So in that respect, I will give him some credit. But ultimately, I'm clutching at straws because I'm having to watch a guy who's just not good. he's just not at the level like he's his crossing is really inconsistent he he's not someone who's going to retain the ball right Right. um we either end up losing it or maybe he might force a corner with with one of his crosses and pretty much rendered null and void if we can't get the ball to him when there's space to run into so yeah man um yeah yeah
3: Fair enough. And the second player I wanted to ask about was Richarlison. Um, he's obviously found his scoring boots after a really tough 18 months. So mm-hmm. you're somebody, who, before he joined Spurs, you actually had a lot of uh, respect for him as a player. And I'd say you stuck with him for the first season and a bit. Um, and almost like just as you officially dropped stocks, he heard that and thought, yep, I've got toes off my bandwagon. Now I'm going to rise up again. <laughs>
0: Um... Literally, that's what happened. Literally, (laughs) so so where (laughs) are you at with Richie Ladd, as it were? I think with Richarlison, with Richarlison, I think he's showing me that there was definitely an element of truth to, to the injury thing because what he served up last season, I'll maintain that was not a true reflection of Richarlison. I'm sorry, it wasn't because. The guy I watched at Everton was way better than what he showed last season, even when people didn't really like his game and stuff, way better than what he showed last season. So I think with Richarlison, it's a give and take thing, right? Like, I have to accept that Richarlison's going to have games where the ball's just bouncing off his shin, he makes the wrong decision with the pass, he takes two, two opportunities to score. But I also need to accept the fact that like, he works hard for the team, he presses from the front, and as of late, he's bagging the goals. He's banging the goals. And it's not just tap-ins. We're talking about, especially in the Everton game, we're talking about some really good finishes as well. So I think, for me, what is the most problematic area of the attack is out wide. Out wide is where we need serious enhancements. And this is, I think me and this, we had this conversation a couple of months back, and Richarlison... He is a deterrent on the team in some games um, because of his lack of clinical edge and his technical quality. But he has enough about him now in this system, in my opinion, to be serviceable. You're seeing him score goals now for Spurs. And I think if he can maintain this form, then it's a sort of kick the can down the road sort of conversation. Because if he can maintain this form, we don't need to go out and sign a striker next summer. We can focus on strengthening the wide areas because they are like, we absolutely, like we cannot afford to to flop with our with our, our wide signings. Like they are, they're, they're two positions, both on the right and the left, that, will, that could help take Spurs from being like a top four team to, okay, you know what? Yeah, this team can start looking at potentially Liverpool, can start looking at potentially Arsenal. I genuinely believe that we need to address the wide areas. So Richarlison, for me now, he's doing the business props to him, I'm enjoying it I'm really happy, I can't really say I told you so to people because I dropped I dropped a significant amount of stock so I'm just going to take solace in the fact that I'm glad that he's proven me He. He. I'm glad that he's proven that he's not a totally crap player because he mm. isn't, he isn't mm. a totally crap player and I think if he can continue doing that, then it means that we have one less thing to worry about next summer. Fair, fair
3: I couldn't say it much better myself. Anyway, gentlemen, uh, I hate to be the, the bearer of bad news, but wouldn't wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't. People were suggesting we were trying to duck the smoke, as it were. Um, that would be actually ridiculous. If you listen to Touchline for as long as we've been around, we, we actually run into the smoke. We invite the smoke.
2: <laughs> we, 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 are, we are the smoke, man. You,
3: you, 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 merely, you merely
0: adopted it. Yeah? Yeah. I was born in it. I was born in it.
3: Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so I speak of the AFCON final. So obviously, Nigeria and Abidjan versus Ivory Coast at home got to the final, improbably. But I think, like some of us have already discussed, that the path that they've taken pretty much felt like their name was written on the trophy. Um, but I'd be remiss not to to, to go through the experiences of the day. Um, I know Cooks and, and Tobes, you guys like. Went outside to, to to watch the game. Dissy was waiting for the Super Bowl, naturally. Um, How were you guys feeling going in? Was there anyone... Dissie, you'd already sacrificed it for the Super Bowl for Kansas City, so I'll take you off the board completely. Um, Tobes, Cougs, did any of you believe going into that game that
0: we were going to win? Yes, I did. Absolutely, I did. Like, I was even... I I didn't just believe it. I was telling people we're winning, we're winning, we're winning. Like I was. (laughs) Why the hell would you do that? Why? What made you think we're gonna? I was drunk. I was. I was drunk. I was drunk off power, man. You know, like Nigeria. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've not really been in a in a position where we can look down on others. Do you get what I'm saying? Like we've not. And this tournament, I've luckily up until the final, I was in a position where I could look down on you. Boo, shame on you, Cameroon. Shame on you, Congo. Shame on all these clubs or countries. Sorry. Like I could look down on them. That's why I was walking into it with Swagger, even though I don't like the coach, even though I don't like the football. And I thought, you know what? We've beaten them once. I know they've summoned the spirit, the the the, the host nation spirit, but we beaten them once. Yeah, they the host.
1: Nation.
0: You know what you've described <laughs>
3: about looking down. That that brings a term to mind. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. So that's me <laughs> that. If you are a man who was empowered in any avenue in life, <laughs> you've got the potential to be a dictator.
1: <laughs> who do you hey, think the most likely dictator? Wait, like, wait, was okay, a wait, hey, <laughs> he oh, hey, 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 Mariah. Yeah. Power rankings, yeah. Top three most likely to be dictators in the Touchdown Frackers Media Group. Oh gosh, I
3: didn't actually have Tobes in there, you know, but with that that little monologue that he gave, he's in there. Um, this one you're gonna be surprised. Dance off, he he creates this open like, oh, listen, I don't really? want in trouble. Yeah, And then obviously you just absolutely goes without <laughs> some would argue that you try and exercise a dictatorship over the spheres, the spheres of your community <laughs> within which you have a vocal, vocal uh, presence
1: already. So
3: you dance off I'm talk. not gonna lie. I'm you're
1: not gonna lie. I was happy. watching how to I was watching how to be Dictator on Netflix. And I was taking notes on the iPhone. I think, I think, this is how, this, you is how you make, this is how you suppress your enemies. Okay, cool, you cool. I think, you know, yeah. perhaps
3: a platform where people see you as a, a speaker of truth, you know, enlightening them. So yeah, I'll go to him, and then you slowly start to change the narrative of
2: what.
1: But I, might, just... I might have to get. I might have to get Jose Mourinho's autobiography, just study it, just to gain some how That's to build a like, call. That's you know what the Nigerian
2: manager did, man. Don't, don't do that, man. <laughs> Don't that, that ain't take you nowhere, bruv.
3: <laughs> nasty. So he was playing essentially, uh, what, like a 5-2-3? Five, two, five, two, which I've never
1: seen in my... I don't think, I don't think you can even pick that on FIFA. I don't think you can even <laughs> pick the formation we played on FIFA. It's nuts, man. You can only pick that formation on FM where you move the dots about. That's the yeah, only yeah, way you yeah. can
0: play that formation. It's crazy, bro. Mm. Do
2: you know what's it's... funny about Nigeria? Is that, right. like, I, coming into this tournament, I had absolutely zero hope or or, or prayers that we were going you to do anything. the qualifying games like? I didn't watch, but you know, I just monitored the results. I monitored okay, the yeah. Afcon qualifying and stuff like that as well, and um, uh, the World Cup qualifying as well. Sorry, and we weren't we weren't doing anything of note. You know, I think I even tried to tune into one game. Um, I can't remember who who it was, but we 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 lost.
0: We was lost. It, was it the draw? I think we drew the, the 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 Afcon. I think
2: we drew with Mozambique. I remember that terrible, uh, and, terrible. And story. it was the form
0: coming into the tournament
2: was terrible. Like I was just not feeling this manager, and the, I wasn't feeling the previous manager either. But this guy, I thought, was way worse. And so when I see us just bumbling our way through to the final, you know, forty percent possession, forty-two percent possession, thirty-eight percent possession, and I was thinking, yo, this guy may he might actually shit house himself to a trophy, do you know what I'm saying? Because tournament football, if you don't concede, you tend to do all right, and we're supposed to have one of the, you know, names, big names in the tournament, Victor Osman, and we can maybe speak about him, but, you know, he did have the best tournament, but, you know, I just thought the way we played and set up in this competition was so disgusting, so negative, didn't get the best out of anyone, I think, bar, you know, the centre backs and, you know, Ola Aina potentially, Adamona Lukman was popping up with a few Poachers goals, but we we I don't feel we deserved to win the tournament based on what I saw from them. But it was fun, as Tobe said, to dunk. Because I'm sorry, the jokes after the quarterfinal and the semifinal right. Twitter was was peaking for me, man. That was that was Real belly laughing. I was laughing. Course, but you know you you know
3: what it was almost like a snowball effect. So obviously you didn't mention them, but the Ghanaians they had the most stops. They wanted us to lose more than the Ivorians wanted us to lose, right? Um, and every time we won, there was a part. Like, damn, they won, but then also, but they could lose at the next stage, you know. So it's like okay, fine, you want a quarter final, but you might lose the semi. That would be even sweeter. Then obviously won the semi final, and then oh, but you might lose the final, so that would that would be even sweet. I want to ask you about. Couple of players, obviously Ossiman, biggest name in the team. You know what he's done in Italy? He's a, he's a king, in, he's a king in Napoli. When they're not mocking him on TikTok, um, obviously we 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 won a, a early game on the Discord. Disu and Tobes. Um, for some people, this is the first time they've got to see him up close and personal. We've seen what Afcon's done to other world-class African stars over the years. Um, where do you guys stand with with Victor Ossiman or not at this
0: point? He's a good striker, but he's got limitations. He's got limitations. Like, I, I, I feel like I feel like the, the, the most dangerous thing you can do. Well, it's not I'm obviously exaggerating, but I feel like the wrong thing to do is to just look at this tournament and be like, oh my god, Oshman's crap, this, this, that, and the third. Right? This tournament makes up for what? How many games did he play? Six games. Six yeah. games. Right. So you're not gonna learn a humongous deal on a player based off six games in a terrible system, right? You should look more towards what he's doing week in, week out in a club that actually caters to what he brings to a game of football. And then you can make up your, your um, conclusions. Like, But that's not to say that some of the things that he showed in that tournament, you can't comment on because there was, there was a lot of scary things that he was doing in that tournament. He didn't have a good tournament. His finishing was terrible, mm-hmm. right? Missing everything under the sun. And his technical security was, was bottom barrel for the most part. It really was. But the one thing <laughs> I can say about him, which I would say is replicable at any club he goes to, is his work ethic. Like his work the ethic definition and his of it means more, man. That guy, but dark, that, you know yeah, that dog, you got get, that dog yeah, in yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, because I felt great. like the way we were playing, it was literally, oh, just fuck it. Just dash it, dash it long to Oshman. He's up there somewhere and let him battle with two, three defenders, man. And it's just. You, are you, not really gonna no, win. Uh, come, to win. Uh, Terrence, come on, dog! Come on, dog! Come on, dog! It's the truth. It's the truth. Come on, dog!
1: Come on, dog! You can, that, you can talk about both that. Things. I said guy is nasty. ass. That guy nah, is ass, ass, bro. That guy mm-hmm. is fucking whack. I'm sorry. I was holding it. Is this in. The, is this first time you've
2: seen him? Is this first time you watch him this year? Like ninety minutes,
1: like, like back to back. Yeah, like I've only seen like, that mm. on Champions League game because, bro, I ain't watching no damn Napoli. Come on, dog. yeah, fair, fair, fair. I Ain't doing, I ain't doing none of that. Yeah. That guy is fucking whack. I'm sorry. The only, bro, the difference between him and Nunes is pigeon English. That's it. That is it, bro. That is it. <laughs> the guy fucking <laughs> sucks. The guy sucks, bro. He's an NBA yeah. player. He's got hops. Well done. You can rebound. You can alley you. How about some football? I mean, he's, he's, won
0: his, he's, won his football? Th- he's won his team. How about some football? He's won his team. time. I don't. I
1: promise you. I promise you. I couldn't care less. What, the, yeah, what has that got good. to do with the fact that you can't do Three kick-ups. You can't pass the ball five <laughs> yards. You can't dribble with the ball be within five metre radius of you. The guy fucking is whack, bro. I, I was watching him. I was like, this guy actually stinks. He actually stinks. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And yes, Niger- I, I don't want people to allow the final to confuse um, for the whole tournament. Nigeria's tactics in the final was disgusting. They were lofting. Hopeless balls to Oshman non-stop, yeah. And the thing about Oshman, he almost gets to the header every single time. But there were mm. occasions when the ball's on the ground and it's a transition and he is terrible. Yeah. But let's well, throw yeah. the find out the window. The other games yeah. when United and Nigeria having numerous counter-attacking opportunities with the ball in the deck, numerous crosses to the box, numerous chances, numerous opportunities for him to make a costly set layoff. He was terrible. Terrible. Like generally terrible. Like, and we don't allow no, I actually can't believe what I was watching, bro. I genuinely can't believe what I was watching. 120 million great British pound sterling. My goodness, think- whoever pays that, um, yeah, what's he's what's not. His name that. is it? Well, Who's the name of their him. owner again? Is it uh, what's his name? Lorenzo. Uh, Lorenzo. Bro, he needs to be in the ICJ straight after Israel, bro. That is the biggest heist since Lufanza. 120 million. <laughs> nah, nah. Nah, nah, he's not worth nah. that. Yeah, the nah, thing. Is, nah. Yeah, the, he's he's not not that. That. the, the thing. Is, nah. nah, the thing nah. is, nah. The thing is, the I don't. bro. The thing is, he's one of the few players. Yeah, he's even his goals can't move me. That's how bad bro is. Mm. He will have to be yeah. putting up Harlan the numbers for me to let it slide. He has to be Harlan numbers yeah. for me to let it slide. He is I think, I, I'm sorry. I
2: think the I think the thing with Osman awesome is, um, you know, like what Hope said is, if you're using. Work rate as the, the, the consistent thing you're going to get, that already says a lot about the type of player that you are, right? Because when you're talking about, you know, hard working strikers, this that, and the other, like Drogba and all of that, you're not talking about their hard work first. You're talking about Drogba's ability to, you know, basically be like almost a one man attack, hold off defenders, technical quality with his shooting, you know, and all of bring others into play, this that, and the other. So, you know, I think with Osamend, you already know, you already know where it is kind of thing but one thing that I do want to be fair to him uh, yeah. as well is that um, you know that the, not not just to talk about the tactics and whatnot I just think we actually didn't get to see much of him in and around the box you know as much and I think a lot of the stuff is outside the box and I think when he's in the box that's when you see the best striker that he's there right because for me the
1: bro mess like four chances in one game he won, yeah, and that's the only game, though. That's the only game. No, yeah, bro, obviously. and even the 1-1, even the 1-1 in the first game, he missed, like, three chances.
2: Because
1: uh, because for me... the 1v1, like, he literally dragged it into the recycle bin. That's how wide he dragged the shot. Do you, you drag a file into the recycle, to bin? The recycle nah, bin? I'm not letting recycle you get away no, with this. No, 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 no. I'm not letting I'm you... Not, the the thing is... I know you lot are loyal patriotic Nigerians. Bro, stinks, <laughs> us <puss. laughs>
0: No, nah, listen, 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 listen. Nobody is justifying the haram he he he, he served up. But also, no, no I'm sorry. Also, Nobody.
1: If he wasn't Nigerian, none of you would look at this performance I, in the tournament I, and, I, n- I, and I, I let you. it slide.
2: I am telling you, it's because he's Nigerian. So I'm telling that's, you, and he's thank he's you. From okay. my, he's, he's from he's, he's from my state as well. So I'm dub, I'm going double. <laughs> I
0: mean, like the, the, you know, what is yeah. Like
1: the only good was, thing like, yeah that about Oshemun is that video of him dancing on my piano. That's, that's the only good okay. thing about him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this guy's crazy, man. You know, what is I, no, yeah. To, to be fair, if, I
1: think if he comes to the Premier,
0: I
2: think I think he will do well in the Premier League. I you score goals, think,
1: bro. Oh. Think you score goals. I would pay a good £100 for it. one of you lots come to sign him. Oh, my goodness gracious. That guy's no, sports analysis, yeah? Oh, God. What are they catching, him? We wouldn't do it. We catching? wouldn't do it because it's too much money. Remember it? how they much put, much put the money. Levi Beans for Lukaku? I don't know what they got cooked up for Usherman, cons. I do not, not know what they got cooked up for Usherman. Maybe the Caterpillars. Is it Caterpillar? The other... Yeah. The, the, say, the the <laughs> <similar> <laughs> is. That's well, a good... What I'll say is this, though.
0: What I'll say is this. Think of... Think of the, the range of strikers who have been able to, to score like decent numbers in the Prem. Like, we're talking about like a myriad of like good strikers, not so good strikers. Who, who? Uh,
1: g- give, give, give me, give me um, the players Patrick,
0: um, that you um, Patrick, Patrick Bramford scored 17 Premier League goals in this league. And there's he no. Was, and you'll tom- never see him again. And you'll um, never
1: see him again. Got,
0: that, was got, got, that was COVID ball. Got, that
1: was COVID ball. Got, that was COVID Improved. Yeah, it was covid oh, yeah. football, and, football and, football don't that count. Was that That okay, was uh, cool. a okay, If
0: covid don't count, there's no way you can tell me, and I, I'm not saying this to say that like they're the same levels technically, because I think the player that I'm going to mention is obviously a better technician than Oshman, right? But ollie Watkins was a guy who I was literally seeing miss five... Watkins is bad, I
1: think, I think wait, a good one, me, I out, one, one is... is a one, I
0: think a one I think a
2: 1-8 is a, one, a good kind
0: Hear me
1: country bio. Hey, I I mean. I
0: oh, He's close to double figures. You look at the way man have spoken on Richardson. Richardson's on double figures this season. Do you get what I'm saying? So, like, I don't needs
1: to dribble a straight line. Yes, he can. Okay.
0: <laughs> I hate this guy.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, you see, you know, I don't even know if he was saying Richardson came from that stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> hey, that seven game stretch is one of the nastiest stretches I've ever seen for a player yeah. who's yeah, cool. was, was honestly. I, you know, I think it's thing like, is, you, you could not play well in international tournaments. Like Mbappe didn't play well in 2020, whatever the Euros was, he didn't play well. In 2020. Like, it happens. We've seen some players not be able to rise in international level. You know what I'm saying? But I don't look at that. I don't even care about the goals, even like I do with the strikers. But it, you can allow a seven game stretch. I'm looking at what you do every time the ball's at your feet. I think the first game of the AFCON, I think he completed one pass out
0: of like 15. That's that's crazy, it's horrible, it's horrible. That's 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 gonna be crazy, bro. That's gonna be haram. I think, if you take, if
1: you you had like a a, a collection of all his actions on the ball and you picked 20 at random, I promise you 18 of them are bad actions guaranteed. Mm
0: Yeah, but if you get if you get him if you get him closer to goal and you create a number of chances, do you believe that's not B
1: C M in the tournament? Allow me, man.
0: Do you believe honestly? Do you believe that if you if you went to a team that could actually create chances for him and he was fit, you don't think he will score goals in this league? Of course he will. That's what
2: people
0: say about Nunes. That's what people say about (laughs) Nunez. That's what people said about Werner. I think I think I think I think Osman's a better finisher than than Werner, and he's a better uh, Nunez. Nunes, I think he is a better finisher. I think,
2: I think, I think, you know, for a guy who is looking at a big money move, that could not have gone worse for him. I think. I
1: don't think anybody who wants to buy him even watch the tournament. So, no, nah, <laughs> I've got, I've
0: got had eyes on him. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they Jamie went no out there. I believe them. My <laughs> thing, my <laughs> thing with this no, though, okay, is okay. By, by the way,
1: Victor Osherman has underperformed. His XG in every year apart from 2021, 2022.
2: Yeah, but not he's by a lot. Not
1: by a lot, though. Not by
2: a lot. Mm. He basically is like three goals under over, over like six seasons, man. It's not. It's not bad.
1: So is that underperforming or,
2: or overperforming? Yeah, it's underperforming. <laughs> I'm saying it's not. It's not by a lot. Like if you go, if you look at Nunes, he's underperforming, or Jay Zeus. Hey, I know it's like thirty goals, game goals game in that same game time. Game. Jay Zeus is thirty goals on the from, table. That's yeah? crazy. That's
3: absolutely crazy. That's Those 30 goals are a complete shift of your goal to game. Like, you're you're looked yeah. at as a completely different player if you have those 30 wait, goals. Wait, did you say, wait, so is
1: Jesus' 30 goals under his XG. Yeah, Across, over, 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 over his career, career. In,
2: in the top, in yeah. the top, in, a, in the prem.
1: Hey, this you is the man that people are arguing me about, you know. Oh, my God. My day, loss, my... By the way, by the way, yeah, Coos, tell the truth. I've won the Gabby Jesus war in the Touchdown practice football team chat.
2: Absolutely, I wonder what, Resoundingly, yeah.
0: resoundingly. Public, yeah. We're public. I
2: will never, I will never say anything that, that promotes this in public. But
1: you, know, you don't know by saying that you have inadvertently
0: promoted me. Up- yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, You have my last point on Osman, though. My last point, on Austin, huh? He's not, he's not worth 120 million. But I don't think he's going to go for 120 million because he's going to run down his contract. He's not going to sign a new deal. No, he's,
2: he's got a release clause. He's got he signed a deal in January. Wait, what? He signed a deal that gives him 120 euro, 120 million euro release clause. So he's gonna go this summer for his release. Clause. Oh my days.
1: He's paying it was, now, the, one, it was the
2: one it was a one year extension. Spurs. Spurs.
0: Yeah, I right,
1: think Chelsea man. will do it, he's man. Like- I think Chelsea Hey, hey, hey Tomes,
0: Tomes, If somebody told you me for Osterman and he'll come to you, would you do it? No, I wouldn't, because he's not worth 120 million. I've said that. I wouldn't pay 120 million for him. What would you pay for him? What was your max? I think he's worth 70, 70 million in this market. 70 to 70 to so what, million. So so,
1: he's worth what you paid for Richarlison and a bit more?
0: Yeah, I agree. With, I think so. So wow, you think he's marginally uh, better than Richarlison? No, I think he's considerably better than Richarlison as a striker. Oh, so, so Richarlison was a guy. very bad deal. Uh, Richarlison wasn't a good deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Richarlison was Richarlison a <laughs> bad deal?
1: But, good <laughs> <work>. that, Richarlison <laughs> was not a <laughs> bad
0: yeah,
3: but got him. Oh, got him. He, didn't, he didn't know the box you'd put him in until he realized he couldn't get out of it. That was, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Too. I saw it from the side. He didn't know the box he was in until
0: he was like, "Oh my!" I'll be real. Yeah, I'll be real. If I had the option to go go back and reverse reverse that move, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go in for Richardson. Just, just it's a bit too much money for a player that's lacking a lot, man. So yeah, I like Richie, but yeah, I wouldn't do that deal. Yeah, but the market though, the market is what the market is, man. You see, you see regularly
3: we see players who are not good going for big money. So I think they probably get close. They probably spend eighty million upwards on Osimhen. But I guess my next question, if any of you can even answer this,
0: is what's next for Nigeria? Boy. Sack the coach, man. Sack the coach, man. Get they get 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 like Joseph Yobo or JJ Okocha some coaching badges or something, man, because I'm sick and tired of Joseph these colonizers. To, I'm sick and tired of these colonizers managing this country and they're doing a terrible job at it, man. It's it's making yeah. me sick.
2: I'm sure Yobo so, is I mean,
0: an assistant somewhere. Know. Nigeria Ni- Nigeria
3: seventeen semifinals, three wins. That you know? is
1: peak yeah. bottling. Peak <laughs> yeah. bottling
2: I read that they got 19 AFCONs, 16 semis.
0: Yep. Yeah. Three finals.
2: And only three wins, bruv. That's disgusting. Three
0: yeah, three wins. It's, embarrassing, bruv. it's three actually
2: wins. embarrassing. Yeah, nasty business. I think Yobo's the assistant coach, bruv. So it, it actually works if you want to get him in.
0: Yeah, put him on, put him on one of those intensive courses, man, please. This is what age does. does. How to move like age.
1: Three day course, courtesy, courtesy business
3: centre. <laughs> Tombs to, and Sigh, uh, leading, leading get the charge. Hey, get home get home Renazzi. Yeah,
1: this, this is what A's, This is where you bring on Holberg. Hey, but Holberg's from Denmark. Don't worry about that. This is where you bring on Holberg. <laughs> get
3: him. Get her Renard in, man. One of the great bag chasers. Honestly,
0: get him in already, man. Get, get, her get her Renard, Renard in.
3: One of the great bag chasers of a generation. Get in some of these lads who are not going to bang for England. Tossing, come over here, son. Come on, let's do the let's do the right thing. Yeah, make it work. Tomorrow, yeah, come over, come over S-A. here. Son. Let's, let's make it work, man. Because Nigeria just needs a, a bit more quality. If they have another proper defender, yeah, need, they, yeah, they need some need,
2: flipping midfielders, bro. They need we some, need some need flipping midfielders,
3: also, we simply speak on the shame. Get, get, get yeah. Ross
2: Barkley, like get Ross Barkley.
1: Like, Ross Barkley has too Ros-Barkley. many England caps, you fool. let get, get Ross Barkley. I was like, and also Ross Barkley, <laughs> Ros- You think Ross Barkley is turning now? The international period, going to Marbella for a couple of weeks, then going to play away at Mozambique. Come on, let's be yeah. fucking guided. Yeah? Um, he'll do that, man.
0: It means let more. To, let him go to VI <laughs> and Lecky, man. He will have the time of his life, man. Come on.
1: Yeah, true, true. Um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, that shape that Nigeria played, yeah. They played five defenders, like not three at the back, you have wing backs, like a right back, a left back, left center back, right centre back, and center center back. And then you had two centre midfielders and then three forwards. What is that? What is that? No, Literally, no, no Ivory Coast. No interest in connecting I, the play at I, all. Ivory Coast could pop all. in anywhere in the middle third because obviously the two midfielders, I think it was Yusuf and um Urobi, can't right. cover that whole midfield line. And they had really two Urobi V1s well. versus the the, the the fullbacks every time. And what's worse is when you play that formation, you concede especially when you don't press high, you concede so much possession in your own third. Mm. And the and the, what's it called? Not the drawback, the the benefit of that should be, okay, cool. We've got Lukman, Chukureze and Oshiman basically 3v2 or 3v3 with their mm. defenders when we get the ball back. But their man literally either botched every single counter-attack Perhaps. or at one point when the game got a bit more stretched in the second half, where you like, it turned into a 5-4-1, but the two um, forwards basically were like inverted midfielders. So mm. it was literally just Osherman on his own. So there was no outlet ball, no nothing. So every time he just got pumped with Osherman, it just came straight back. And it's nice. not, and Avri Coast had actually good midfielders from Kessie to um, Sherry the and uh, Fofana. Now. Yeah, like, this, these are good footballers. Like I just so couldn't right. understand the strategy. And in the heat, like, in the heat as well, in the heat as well, just doing bare shuttle
2: runs side to side. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. yeah only only those, uh, people complaining, oh, why did um, so-and-so chess the ball? Bro, they faced literally wave after wave of attack for 90 minutes. Right. You, they're going to concede eventually.
2: <laughs>
1: we didn't deserve that. So, I, I, like, I wasn't even angry. Well, I was angry at Nigeria, but I, I was angry because I don't think no football team should should play like that and deserve victory. That is mm-hmm. the antiface of football. So, I was actually happy after be Nigeria. Be that, that, I don't care I mean, for Nigeria. No good, 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 good story for Halei no, I I as well, I think yeah but, hey that finish was nuts that mm. finish was, was nuts but that shows oh, about something about, yeah. about afcon as well though how could you lose two of your group stage games especially the last one four 0 four nil so that's your manager yeah and then winning, you end up beating the beating the favorites and uh previous ho- owners um um champions in penalties. you go down to 10 men you equalize in the 90th minute and then you win the game the 123rd minute that's when mm. i knew we were mudded they had or destiny, like you yeah, can all of man. that. Welcome to Olá Aina yeah. as well.
2: No, man. <laughs> nah, man, I'm telling, I'm telling Jogba, man. He the greased light. a few, the greased a, a few bright. hands, man. He greased a few hands. The, the lights got bright, yeah. bright for Olá Aina, yeah. The got no, bright. Two feet on
1: Ina. He's facing two feet. One yeah, for the whole game.
2: One,
3: man. Mm.
1: Two feet yeah. for the whole game. One on one, though. Yeah. the ISO. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> true. He has got used to that level of PIP. He ain't never seen that before. Yeah, never seen that before. But um, the only yeah. up and up for me is that one, my deal with God works. Nigeria lose, my home's yeah. ring, and secondly, since Djokovic retired, two Africa Cup of Nations for Ivory Coast. What does that say? You told me. <laughs> <laughs> did did nah, he win or, you you never know one? What no, he, did, know, he, did, he never, nope.
2: he never nope. won. He nope. never won one. Yeah, nope. they won nope. one before him. They won two after him he going got Damn, oh, uh, damn, damn. Fair, man. Fair. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair. boy. What can we
3: say, brother? Let me see. What's, 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 see? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah Grabbed a couple. Say no more, man. We don't talk. Come too on,
1: cuz. Come we on, All right, cool. They, they want to say Dave uh, was the greatest Africa player because of a couple of charities. Lad that cuz, man.
3: Nasty. Let's, let's do our uh, weekly awards and then we'll finish up with some listeners' questions. So just going to include AFCON if you want. Um, who was your star of the weekend? And I'll start with you, Jesse.
1: Start of the weekend. Ooh, do you know what? It was looking like it was going to be Trossard. Mm. But I think I'm going to edge it to Odegaard. It could have been either of them because they put on the beautiful game clinic. Like That is how, that is what it looks like. That was sensational from both players. Beautiful performance.
0: So it was one of them two.
2: Yeah,
1: cool.
0: Who's your star of the weekend, Tobes? I'm giving it to Alè. I'm giving it to Alè, man. Um, uh, scored, bagged in the semi-finals in his first start for for um, for Ivory Coast, then bagged the winner in the final as well. Um, especially off the back of what he had to face in 2023. So I'm giving it to Alè.
3: Fair man, Ivory Coast by way of France. Um, and who's your uh, star of the weekend, Luke's? Um...
2: Yeah, I, 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 I was going to say Odegaard, so I'll go, I'll go Trotter just to be different then as well. I thought he had a great game, great, great game. for
3: Specky you know That was a nice shot.
2: Yeah, to be fair, two assists and a goal, and that's slapping them West Ham fans that were booing him as well. No, yeah, that's a good shot, man. That's a good
3: shot. Yeah. Give it rice. Give it rice, yeah, cool. Um, I'll start with you. Who is the surveillance on um, from this weekend? Who are you watching closely? Manager, player,
2: AFCON, AFCON? I survivor? think the, with the Osherman, the way that tournament went, the, the surveillance has to be on him, man. I think yeah. man, the, the rest of this season needs to go very, very well. Um, if he wants to justify that.
3: They even have words. Cool. Disfu, who's your surveillance camera on? Who's my surveillance camera on? Hmm. Oh.
1: It has to be Oshiman, doesn't it? It has to be it has to wow. be because that, that was horrifying. That was horrifying. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna even try a tune in. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident on my assessment, but I'm gonna try a tune in to see what I've
3: Trying to get more, yeah. He's gonna be playing CL, so you have an opportunity. Um and Tobes, who's your surveillance on?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go have, I'm gonna go with Russman, man. He had hit the wow. oh, 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 that was, surveillance clean shoot oh,
1: first. First team all
0: surveillance,
3: I'm gonna have to, bro. Jesus. <laughs> that's my no guy, bro. That was yeah. first team all surveillance. Yeah, that's right, nuts. But now Let's
1: let's let's track if you get the first team of any of them. So he's our first team all surveillance. That's a that's that's a debut. First team all surveillance. First team <laughs> all farm, surveillance. <laughs> from from, from, from. Coop State as well. Your state, yeah. Your state is muddied, cause Yeah. <laughs> Be careful, man. They're Be careful. We got
2: Coops and Osman.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, hey be careful they say people from my state are known to be witches so boy if anyone if anyone if anyone,
1: if anyone if anyone's listening
2: boy
3: they, they might do a quick a quick hyena on you bro <laughs> <laughs> um, cool and who do, do you have a Saudi bound
0: <sighs> Saudi bound Saudi bound Ugh, this is tough you know um is it- Mm. It pains me to say this. It really does. But I think Tiago Silva might be Saudi bound, you know. Fair, I brother. He's just got
2: to hang up the boots, man. I don't know what he's doing.
0: Well, what do you I mean, right? you know, his girls always chatting shit <laughs> online,
1: bro. Shout out, guys, <inaudible> man.
3: He's only 40 years old, man. South, yeah. a week. Matthew, I don't know what he's doing. 200,000 buff a week. I, I know what I'm doing, man. <laughs> He's had a good
0: career. He's had a good career. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, been been
2: finishing, Saudi, finishing bottom half in, for Chelsea and that. It's just, it's beneath him, man. He's got a that. of Fair. Um, Hughes, um, who you got Saudi bound? Um, I think Katsuma as well, man. It might be time for him to, to call it quits, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, the <laughs> <Okay>. way, <laughs> yeah. Bruv, the way he was moving, it's, it's, he was moving like me on a Saturday, bro. <laughs> no move like. No fluidity. Any, no, any, any no. small jinx, Any small jinx, It looks like his hip is going, bro. He got hooked at halftime as well. Yeah.
0: He was terrible. West Ham fans were saying. I was speaking to a couple of guys from West Ham fan TV. And they were saying that yeah, like his body, he's cooked basically. They're saying that like his his body it looks like it's given up on him this season. Genuinely, oh, that's crazy. what they said. saying.
3: Once a, a man says your body's given up on you. That's nuts, man. <laughs> uh, Jitsu. <laughs> Saudi bound
1: man. That's nasty business, man. Um, I think we can't go for Saudi um bounds section without mentioning that Casemiro is so clearly Saudi bound. Like, bro, he might be the face of the Saudi league. In like he all is. the posters are gonna be, it will be the Casemiro. Ronaldo, this is actually Ronaldo the Casemiro. Vanilla. This is <laughs> on the right
3: the and Casemiro. in the middle. This is actually the Touchline Fracker sponsored by Casemiro Saudi Bound Award. <laughs> Awards,
1: yeah. <laughs> at end, at the, yeah, at the end of at the end of the year, the person who is the Saudi bound Casemiro presents them the award. Like he comes out, he presents the award of. It's <laughs> a <The> ticket. It's <laughs> a <laughs> ticket to Saudi Lifetime yeah. Achievement. <laughs> course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here's your first US fight to Tehran. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, um. Okay. No. But, no. Dress aside. won't Nah, get, get, what? get, 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 get nah. Damn. nah, 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 nah. The one I saw the Afcon there, cause you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go, bro. You gotta go. Don't worry, go Saudi, get some peas, come back. Nah, no chance, no Blow chance. bagger and but that. going Saudi. He'll go down
3: the leagues rather than go Saudi, man. Not a chance he mm. go Saudi. He ain't got the minerals for that. That's long. That's long. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you, lad. Let's finish up with some listeners' questions. James NUFC 92. Shout him out, man. He was under a ditch for weeks and he found his found his air with some decent results. Newcastle smashed Villa 5-1 at home and comfortably beat them 3-1 away. Where would Newcastle be in the table had we not had 10 plus injuries for months? Including Pope, who has a huge impact with his top draw sweeper role compared to Debrafka, always on his line, the coward. <laughs> so, um... James, where would Newcastle, be? Newcastle be? yeah what would they be um, um the, the everyone's biggest, injuries.
2: Everyone's this injuries. This, is, this what happens when you when you play in Europe man I think they should have done they tried to do like a half job I think in summer of packing out their squad but they've not really been playing Libramento as much they've not really been playing Lewis Hall as much um mm. I don't think they did enough in the middle of the park uh, in terms of bringing Same. players players in so this is this is what happens I'm sorry like
0: and center backs as well they and, didn't, yeah. bring in, didn't bring in bring another center back
1: they didn't they do enough. Yeah, I, 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 think I, 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 I think yeah and i think also if you look at the player of uh, the teams around them um, united and spurs have had significant injuries to a large number of players in their team so That's you can't like do, if, if, if if yeah if i tell you i love you every day if if, if 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 what about everybody else you know what i'm saying so mm. no nah, sorry baba <laughs>
2: And the thing is, the thing is, the, why, the reason why I have limited sympathy as well for Newcastle is right. they've blown like big fees on certain players. So it's, just,
3: like, it's an Ali thing, though. Come on, yeah, no,
2: but I they, didn't, you didn't expect. Them, nah, like, they shouldn't but, have him. They shouldn't but, have bought him. But, oh, yeah. You, you bought like. him for big. You bought yeah. him for big money. You bought Issac for big money. You spent forty million on Livramento. I mm. think it's like thirty-five. uh was a but it's like thirty-five million right. obligation or option to buy. Like you right. didn't need to actually spend. That much on all of these guys when like you could have bought more players for less, less p. Yeah, I saying. think 40
1: million for Leforo is good P's, Though he's sick.
3: Yeah, wasn't it like very? Isn't it very low up front and basically 50 of any sell on fee
2: goes to Chelsea? I think. Yeah, I think they did. That's, I think that's a good deal. Yeah, but and Leforo's amazing. He he's really good. Yeah, but my point my point is more just like you've actually spent money on. Big players. So when you talk about, you know, uh, FFP, this and the other, it's like you didn't actually
3: have to do that. Do you get what I'm saying? Fair, fair, fair. Um, let's say they had a, a fit squad. How obviously, like they were the poster child last season for how quick it actually is to turn a, a team around, and people are rating Arteta and he's doing it in his third season, etc. etc. You know, that kind of good. There's always a team that's used to do that every single season. So this year it's Villa and Spurs depending on how they do next year, it'll be somebody else. But answering James's specific question, without the injuries, how does Newcastle season go? So um, at the minute, they are seventh, I believe. Yeah, they're seventh. They've played 24 games and they have 36 points. Let's say they had their full accompaniment of players fit, scored 51, conceded 39. How many points do you see them potentially having?
0: They'd be above, they'd be above United if they had their players fit. That's mm. what that so, I know. Would they I mean, be above? Yeah. I think mean,
3: they'd be competing
0: in that first Villa region. Go on, be, they'd, be, they'd be neck and neck. They'd be neck and neck. That's that. like me saying, if we had our full place fit, how many points would we have? That's this a different season? question, that's a different question, brother. You I get ask it, that? I get it. But Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah I cool. Uh, question, a uh, long-time listener, Afa Afs always sends in questions, shout him out. Can you add a student of the week award for footballers who should retire and attend uni instead. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz. Kai Havertz, bro. There has to be hey. an age limitation on it, though. You can't just say anybody. I In have fact, it, no, university is for any age.
1: Kai yeah, Havertz, bro. Mature oh, No, see the Kai Havertz right. thing, yeah? You know when, when, when people have to say, you don't get what he does, and do a Bro, yeah. it's not good. Okay. Yeah. this is football. This isn't right. neuroscience. This yeah. is chemical engineering. What did they call him the other day?
2: Offensive, offensive, offensive Gilbert Silva. Offensive
3: Silva. <laughs> he's offending, all right. Offending. And you see that fendi. video?
0: They said they put offending a video. They fendi. said in fair They <laughs> said <laughs> nullif- Mandan, They said how to nullify Sutek. How to nullify Suchek. I'll show you how to nullify him. Give him the ball. That nullifies check Just give him the ball. Give him the ball, you've nullified check
1: I can't believe what you told me. They said how to nullify check Yeah. They
0: said nullifying check in the video. Bro. It's real, brother. Have you seen
1: checks FB ref? It's crazy. It looks like 15, looks like 15 people with low batteries. Just bare little red <laughs> bars, man. Bare little red bars. Hell, Sucek. Sucek you know is crazy, a volleyball man? international. That's what he is. He, he's there for headers and volleys. That's it. Do you know it's what's crazy? Yeah, in in that
3: somehow, just to show how poor he was, in that, like, 6-0 masterclass, he
0: still looked poor. He still uh, yeah, he did. To look poor. Um, They think we're just saying it, just for just for the sake of it. No, he actually... The guy stinks, bro. I yes,
3: crazy. He's he's. I can't think of a bigger false prophet than, than Kai Havertz in recent memory like a player who came in, people promised us he was great, a great player, he was talented I was listening back to an old pod the one where uh, me, Stevie and Ellis had a 42% increase in muscle <laughs> um, and uh, Shams was on I think that was one of his early appearances and we were asking him his top 5 Chelsea players and I think Havertz was like number 2 behind Thiago Silva so I think people were forcing themselves to see something that wasn't there. Because if you remember Dissu, every week or every time Sherwood was come on, we'd almost ask him about habits. And he, like, mm-hmm. as the season went on, his loyalty like, lo- was slowly, like, mm-hmm. Like listen, that's good things. <laughs> ask him just about talk- habits now. Yeah. ask him about, now. about He talks him. on
0: habits with such disgust. <laughs> he talks on habits with disgust, bro. He says, you know, like, get that shit out of my face. That's, that's, that's the way he talks on Kai Habits. Mm-hmm. That's
3: the way he talks mm-hmm. on fair um, next question from Miraculous Miri what are the panellists latest thoughts on the title race have their initial prediction changed do they give more less weight to a particular team I think we've spoken on that I think everyone's quite confident that it's City's title to lose who do we see coming second I don't think I've I, I got that one Arsenal I think, I think we'll, we'll if, if we don't win it I think we'll come second yeah okay cool uh, next one is from the jg11 underscore underscore. if your team was to buy a player from a different league what league would be your preference? Off the bat. Mm-hmm. French league. I would I would say yeah, league R. Oh. Agreed. Agreed. Um player account player count underscore underscore Arsenal without P- party. Tommy Yasu, Timba, Smith Rowe, Vieira, Zinchenko. How far can they go if reports of all of them being back for the run in are correct? You've answered that already, Coog. Mm.
2: Um
3: Jin Uaga, 95. What is the panel's favorite AFCON moment? Mine was the guy scoring against the country and not celebrating. I've never <laughs> seen that. <I've> never
1: seen <laughs> <it. No. laughs>
2: my favorite, my
1: favorite is my favorite. See, AFCON it brings out the maddest moments. My favorite is like obviously the manager, I think it was Marley's manager who was devastated on the sideline. Oh, are the water. And He's assisted on his <laughs> Nah. That I think I think I think
2: I was gonna I was gonna be mine, but I've got another one yeah. You see, do you see when the ref shoved someone? Yeah, he just shoved it. like he's like Get out of my face. The, yeah, that was the same match, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, he yeah like, bro, Get bro, of he's they like out my face. he was He yeah. wanted to snuff him, bruv. It was crazy. Yeah. And like oh, I was just shit. thinking, imagine, imagine, um, what's his name? Just oh, what's that guy, Michael Oliver? Just coming out. To Bruno, just like he's gonna snuff him, get the fuck out of my face! Like, the <laughs> <is>? <laughs> they try rush him, but
3: he was built for it. Him and his assistant, they're ready to square up. Let's hustle, man. You know what?
2: Like hockey, let's just tackle it out, man. Whoever wins, yeah you can't
3: with your evening. You know, then yeah.
2: way there. I saved, I saved, I saved like four or five videos from this Afghan alone. What a tournament! What? What? what uh, a you step- see, you see when Ghana went out, and yeah. um. There's one, I think the report is called Sadiq Adams. There's one clip of his reaction to them conceding from that corner. Like I felt that pain. Post that in our Yeah, that, man. I've
1: been in that I've been
2: I've been in that exact same, exact same scenario, Newcastle 4-4. I was in first year uni, watching yeah. that in my room on the stream by myself. When I see Check Tiote go, went in, they gave us all these dustbins that we all got in all our rooms. Yeah, yeah. I had to go to the one pound shop and buy a new dustbin because I flogged it to bits and I... <laughs> nothing, else, nothing else to take my anger out on. Buy this dustbin, and yeah, I felt that pain. I feel the most
1: angry I've been at, 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 um, at a like um negative result. There's been two times, yeah. One time, was it brighter when Luke Shaw gave away a penalty for a handball at the end? I think, yeah, Brighton. I think about Brighton away last season. And I called him a cancer to the club. but all of Bugo was so offended. That was funny. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Luke Shaw. And then um, it was on. Everton. Um, the, the club was winning. And Fellaini, Jose brought on Fellaini away. And within minutes, he gave away a penalty. I was... Angry at this point, I hated Jose and I hated Fadeli. So that what combo. just set me over the edge. Yeah, what a combo! I haven't yeah. like I I
3: think my like reactions football wise have been muted ever since this last time, probably uh, when England played Portugal in the World Cup and the Ronaldo Rooney incident happened. Oh, so two thousand six. Yeah, just I started crying, That started <laughs> crying, and then my mom was like. Why are you crying? They always
1: lose. <laughs> and the the, the the clarity, the clarity that that created. Was in that. She didn't know <laughs> that she then won <laughs> the world's most prestigious hater. Of all time, right? <laughs> <laughs> the world. This man has been quoted in numerous publications of pure hate and passion fan. And all it, I didn't know it came from that specific moment, and it came from Mumsy, you know. Right.
3: was. I immediately just stopped, sat up, cracked on with my evening. I was <laughs> like, why do, why do I care what happens to these men? In the Coloniser versus yeah. coloniser. <laughs> millionaire Real versus fun. millionaire. What's it got to do with me? And since then, my football emotions have just always been like, listen, man, I ain't happy we didn't win. I'd be a bit annoyed. Yeah, um, same. So- I'm,
1: I'm usually... I'm usually very calm apart it, there's an odd occasion when I'm just disgusted beyond belief. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I'm I, usually I, pretty I, calm, I, yeah. Agreed, man. Uh, last couple of questions.
3: First one is from Asohal11. When Odegaard is in the mood, is he the best player to watch in the Premier League?
1: No. Next question. Who would you have above him? Best player to watch in the Premier League? Um, right now, either Madison, Trent or KDB, I can't understand. What you- no, all of them. Eze. Eze, best player for me to watch in the Premier League to
2: watch. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I, I think Bernardo's up there when he's, when he's, when he's balling. I like watching
3: Bernardo
1: a lot. More than KDB, oh, you got KDB. up there, though.
2: Yeah, he's
3: definitely up there. He's definitely up there. Um, yeah, bring, he definitely brings a beautiful game back. What about you? What about you, Mario? Who's your favorite player to watch in the tournament? Oh, bro, the game's so nasty nowadays. It's very hard to pick one. KDB's too, too robotic for me, man. Um, Like, the execution is clean and pristine, but it's almost yeah. too, it's almost like computer download. Yeah. Cut back. Yeah. Ah yeah, oh, man. Nope, Nobody, bro. Nobody excites mm-hmm. me anymore in the Premier League, man. Like we, we came up on guys. We came up on guys like Hazard. You know. Uh, we came up on guys like Hazard. Henry. Gigs, gigs mm-hmm. was fun to watch the burghams of these Rooney. Girls. A pleasure. Is there any midfielders I find particularly aesthetically pleasing? Not really, man. Not really. you um, like Smolzy. No, I mean now. Now. Oh, couldn't I couldn't... Look... Odegaard is up there, to be fair to him. He's definitely like a... When he's in fl- full flow, he's a pleasure to watch. Is anybody at Chelsea? Not really. Um, Ross Barkley is a good watch. Tiger brings the feeling back. Tiger. Um, <laughs> there's not there's not many, bro. The Prem... Like, we've lost those entertainers, man. Like I know people say it like tongue in cheek. Um Doku's a good a good watch as well. I love he's easier to cook guys one on one. Um, but no, not many, man. Not many. And I don't know if I'd rank any of those over a player like a in the ilk of a, or the guard, to be fair with you. That kind of technical playmaker, left foot as well. Yeah, man. Give me all the stocks. Can't we, wait have to- lost,
2: we have lost like those like whooping technicians though. I Think for sure the game's man. different.
3: Like, the last, the last, um, you,
2: you see, just the young RVP, you know, just like, where's
3: where's that, bruv? You know, yeah, it's Where not the game, the game's gone, man, because that's not how these guys are trained. Like, you, you're you technical, you're a good athlete, get out of there, man. Give me 50, 50 laps of the pitch, you know, like, mm. show me how fit you are. So, I think those players who actually still encapsulate what is fun and what is beautiful about the game they need to be cherished because there's really not that many anymore, man. And a lot of these guys, when they're especially at the top level, the managers play with a sort of minimised risk mentality, right? Like, we can talk about, like, look, remember Grealish at Villa? Like, he just went out there and just hooped, you know? Like, he just got the green light. Listen, man, not you. you there's nothing you can't do out there, you know? Came to City and it's... They talk about him being a defensive winger and how much effort he puts going back the other way and just running five, ten yards, bumping into the fullback and then passing it sideways. So, yeah, that's, a, that's the price of business, I guess. He's a champion now. So, Foden, oh, Foden's a pleasure to watch. Yeah, yeah I enjoy I enjoy watching Foden. Obviously, Madison, like who said. But yeah, there's really not. Who do you like watching the most at Manchester United, Jisoo? Probably Manu for me now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Manu's the only one that I'm interested in watching. And I think what's depressing is that I really want to see Ahmad play. And he just doesn't mm. come on. It just irritates me even further. So, yeah, at the moment, it's just only really Manu that's interesting to watch.
3: Yeah, no, no Ahmad, I'll give you some Amori, uh, Amori for some How about that? Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final question is from Jeffrey Deontay. No chance that's his real name. Um, when will the fraud ETH stop believing his own foolishness? You can't be a top side and have a goal difference of zero in February. All his age mates have 10 plus goal difference. What is he seeing that is making him think United are on an upward trajectory? Uh, Gone. I don't think there's anything to add to that. I was just saying, say, listen,
2: listen, yeah, this 10-hour guy, I was saying in a WhatsApp chat today, this guy, he's actually a sicko. He pisses me off and I'm not even uh, a United fan, right? Like, the The interview you did the other day when you think like, oh, we can beat anyone, duh, 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 we should deserve to beat United, we should have beaten Liverpool, this, that and the other. Like, I think yeah. when you play Spurs, I think McTominay had a chance right at the end and then you know post-match he's like, oh, you know we should have won it because of that McTominay chance. I think... He makes me sick the delusion that he comes out with because I know that he's going in the dressing room and he's telling the players the exact same thing. Like it's I don't not think just believing, bro. And, and yeah, but it's just like he believes it. Do you get what I'm saying? It's <laughs> not even one of them ones, It's not even one of them ones where it's like, oh yeah, I'm coming out and I'm saying this uh, to get confidence up, this that, and the other. Like he actually genuinely believes this crap,
3: bro. I don't he, even think he does. I think I almost think it's almost like a. a it's like he's trying to fool. People outside the dressing room, like, listen, man, it's not our fault. Like, we're actually a good side, and you know, if players have stayed fit. But I think if you sat him
2: down and really asked him his thoughts, what are
3: we trying to do out there?
2: Do you, like, yeah, but do you, do you want to know why I think he believes it? Yeah, is because nothing changes, Moran. Um, he doesn't try and do anything different. So if you're saying he doesn't believe it, that must mean he thinks like you or like you, or like me when we're watching United and you try to do something else, but he never does that. Okay. that's uh... he 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 makes me sick. I think he's delusional beyond belief, man. Honestly, I think he's no. he stinks.
3: I agree. I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I think
2: with that uh, declaration of sound from
3: whoever's device that was, it's a it's a nice uh, period to to call it a wrap. A pleasure, guys. Thank you for coming together to um, let's wrap up this pod and ensure we delivered this week. Cool's a pleasure. Disu, man, keep shining, my boy.
1: Um, <laughs> we go again. To the bananas and pajamas over there. Well, it's cool. Though. I think the bananas and pajamas thing, that's
3: actually probably closest to normal outfits you see on a home, like a working from home pod. But the fucking chest that. Really? <laughs> I
2: gold, just got home, you bum. The gold Cuban. Are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> I can smell the fragrance through the computer, <laughs> the bro. The
3: Mr. Perfume himself, man. I know, I know he's wearing like six
2: different layered things on there as well, man.
3: They will do the madness in the office today, man. <laughs> All right, guys, man. A, a pleasure.
1: Pump. Peace, Peace love. man. <laughs> yo, yo. When I spit bars in a ring, man I go hard last and ten
3: Sports Social Podcast Network